All right, what's going on, everybody? This is uh, Andrew Luando again, back here with No Parking. Um, here with one of my good, good friends, Eric. Uh, this is somebody that's been in my life since I was, what's it been, like 17? It's been a minute, town. It's been a minute. It's been a fucking minute. And this is somebody that I've always looked at that I knew was gonna succeed, always had a hustle, always, always was grinding, always was looking forward. Um, and this is somebody I rely on every day now, and more recently now, you know, I've been coming out to him, letting him know <clears throat> some of my fears, some of my insecurities. And this is somebody that immediately right off the bat, just let me know that we all have them. We're all insecure. We all have our doubts and it's just about strangling that motherfucker and throwing them and throwing them in the trunk. Put them in the cage, yeah. bro. I like to say, put that bitch back in the cage. Yeah, man. So we can cuss here. Yeah. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I wanted to start off and uh, have you talk about your story a little bit from, you know, growing up with a single mom. and Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, uh grew up with an older brother, my mom. Um, I do remember my mom and dad being together, uh, but they must have separated when I was probably like three, four years old. Um moved out of here to like the San Diego area, lived with my, my grandparents, um, on my mom's side out here. And I just remember my mom just always grinding. Mm-hmm. She always grinding. Yeah. She worked for, uh, for Mervyn's, uh, department store. And I saw her, you know, over time, uh, go up the ranks as well, mm-hmm. like the store manager. And so I just knew for me, if I wanted to succeed and make money and whatever it may be, mm-hmm. I have to have that same kind of mentality. Yeah. Right, and it was bad at times, and I wouldn't say I resented or mm-hmm. anything like that, but I just remember, like during the holiday seasons working retail, yeah, I wouldn't see my mom. Damn, you know what I'm saying? As a and that's man, when everybody's together, having yeah, fun, yeah. families are together. Exactly right. So it's just me and my brother. My mom will be out there grinding. Now, don't don't get me wrong. I'm sure 100% fact that my mom would want to be home. Oh yeah, of course. But she knew what she had to do in order to provide a life for us. Mm-hmm. Right, and so. That taught me what sacrifice is. Yeah. Right? Even in my my current position in my work today, mm-hmm. my passion is to coach. Coach yeah. sports. I'm a sports guy. I'm coaching Jason's little t-ball team. But I know I have to make sacrifices in order to provide the lifestyle that I want uh, my family to have. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, not only was it my mom instilling that in me, and my brother, uh, not directly, mm-hmm. just by her actions. Yeah. But um, every summer, the day after school, my mom would send me and my brother to New Orleans, where my dad's side of the family uh, is my grandma, my grandpa, uh, my uncles. My dad was not there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was really my grandpa, my uncles, that really taught me to have pride in myself yeah. in the name that I have. Mm-hmm. You know, Johnson. Right? Yeah. And I make jokes nowadays, like whenever Jason can does something, I'm like, that's Johnson blood, right? There. <laughs> you know what I'm but that, it's funny, but it it's like it, it's instilled in you and it makes you push a little bit harder. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like if I'm have a slump at that's work, the brand. you know, whatever it may be. If if I'm if, if I'm having a tough time, like, yo, I'm a Johnson, Johnson's don't Johnson's don't cop out. Yeah. No, we fight, we fight for. I I didn't get that promotion, well fuck it. I need to grind harder because Johnson's don't quit. Yeah. Right, and so my grandpa, my uncles really instilled that in us um, as well. So I was getting, you know, to witness 
the actions of my mom going out there and grinding when I was in San Diego. Yeah. And then when I go out to New Orleans, the foundation was being built off of words from my, my grandma, my grandpa, my uncles out there. So I just knew if I wanted to be successful in anything, I would have to grind. Yeah. Right? And don't get me wrong, bro. Like, I have my, my slip-ups. I have my my moments of entitlement, mm-hmm. so to speak. Yeah. I remember uh, a story that really opened up my eyes is 10th grade. I'll never forget this. So, Pageant Hammer High School is a high school I went to, trying out for the JV basketball team. Okay. Uh, with a couple of my, my, my boys. And I never played basketball series. So, this was the first time you went out for basketball? Yeah, this is the first okay. time I've ever like tried put out for yourself out Yeah, there. put myself okay. out there, yeah. right? And, like, I played rec ball mm-hmm. in, like, you know, flag football at the rec, but I was never, I never pursued, like, a high school sport. Yeah. For whatever, I don't even know why. Mm-hmm. I just didn't. Yeah. But, um... I and you a, were pretty tall. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not time. yet. I didn't hit my growth spurt until uh, going into 11th grade. Damn. Yeah, so... I always play ball, though. I yeah. mean, I, after school, me, the homie Red, all of us would just go to the rec and mm-hmm. just play ball, high, whatever, yeah, what kids do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What kids do. Burning time. Yeah, but I never took it to that next level yeah. until I met this cat by the name of Mike Washington. Mm-hmm. And Juan, two of them, Mike Washington and Juan Briones, um, were dedicated to the sport. Okay. And since I started running with them, I became a little bit more dedicated to the sport as well. Mm-hmm. And so I tried out for the team with them. Yeah. They made the team. I didn't. Oh, damn. I got cut. And something that really, you know, opened my eyes to where, like, yo, I wasn't practicing like they were practicing. Mm-hmm. I would just play with them when they were there. Yeah. But they played, like, my boy Juan would play at the rec until the lights went out. Oh, goddamn. Like, he would be serious at the rec until the lights went out. He's one of those cats who used to wear the, the, the calf ring. You know, I don't know if you oh, remember yeah, those yeah, jump yeah. shoes. The toes. Yep, the toes. You walk around with He would toes. be like the cat that's wearing that at school. I remember I would look at people doing that. Are they? What are you wearing? That's, I didn't know that that was how focused they were on where they wanted to be and what they wanted to do. That motherfuckers was wearing yeah. tippy toe shoes. You're, 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 all you're day in long. social studies second period and your calves is the season up spasming on you. You know what I'm saying? Because you're burning. I remember being <laughs> on I'm, like, I'm like, why don't you just, just take, take those off? off. Take those dumb ass <laughs> shoes off. Oh, yeah. In a reverse heel. Like, yeah. What are you doing? Yeah, but. You know, I saw like their grind and I was doing it casually. Yeah. And so I automatically thought I was going to make the team because, you know, like I'm pretty good, but I got cut. But the thing that was a slap in the face is my brother, remember I have an older brother, three yeah, years yeah, older, yeah. he was picking me up and he was like, yo, did you make the cut? And I'm like, nah. And in front of everybody, that motherfucker laughed at me and clowned on me. Jesus Christ. Clowned on me, bro. Like, like we're not even like, like I'm, I'm grabbing my picking my bag up taking my shoes off Damn. and in front of everybody my boy Mike Juan everybody clowns on me and I was just like damn so I was like fuck that every single day at the wreck after that I was grinding 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 because you knew you didn't I knew wasn't I didn't earn it yeah. I didn't earn it and I, I, that was a sense of entitlement the way yeah, I thought was, what, what do you mean I didn't make the team? Yeah, like, wait, I'm good. I'm, right? I'm good. I'm, yeah. I'm good as them. Exactly. I fucking grinded after, after that point. But, um, it was a huge slap in the face just to make me realize that if you really want something, you need to get after it. You need to be a little bit more dedicated than what you were. Yeah. Or than what I was. And of course, I hit my growth spurt. I showed up junior year. I went from like 5'7 to 6'2. 6'4. 
Jesus. Yeah, yeah, I was saying, God damn, to my knees. What was your mom feeding you? That shit. <laughs> bro, french fries and fish sticks, quesadillas, <laughs> top ramen chicken. Bro, like, it was all that kind of good shit, you know? The street food. Yeah, the, the shit that, that sticks to the ribs. Mm-hmm. But, um, went back uh, junior year, and same deal. I was just getting used to my body. Yeah. Right? Because now, like, I literally grew, like, damn near a foot. I didn't think about that, that you have to teach yourself how to be that tall. It's You're different, not... bro. I'm serious. <laughs> and this is what people don't understand. And when I went out to college um, in Concordia, a person, people immediately think if you're tall, that you're a post player. But if you think about it, I'm 6'7". Yeah. Right? I'm 6'7". The average height for a forward, some maybe t- uh, taller two guards is about 6'6", six, 6'7". Six, six, okay. But since you're in a college setting and it's not like the D1 type uh, yeah, yeah. platform, you're the tallest guy, you're the center. Mm-hmm. So I had to kind of learn that role. Like you? Yeah. <laughs> right. And I'm like, yo, I, I grew up with, like I said, my boy Juan and my core guards and forwards. Yeah. And so I had the handles, I had the jump, I wanted to shoot threes. Yeah. I was like a tall, lanky um, uh, Reggie Miller or KD before, like a very downgraded <laughs> version of KD. Because you didn't know yeah. you was going to grow. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah. 10 inches. <laughs> so all of a sudden, like when I tried out junior year, they got me in the post and I'm like, what the hell is this? Mm-hmm. And then um, I made the team, but check this out. So the coach pulls me, um, I want to say my boy Nick Regan, and I forget the other person. But there were three of us. He pulled us in the equipment room and said, yo, you guys made the team, mm-hmm. but you guys are on the team as practice players. Right? You're going to be here to really help push the starters to make them better. Okay, so you guys are the fluffers. Yeah, we're the we're the bitch. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, I grind it. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, bet. Mm-hmm. I'm not done yet. Yeah. Got back on the grind. First game was an ex- exhibition game. And my mom, my brother came out. And um, the whole game, I sat on the bench. I didn't even get to play. Dang. I didn't even get Every to game just... play. No, 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 no. This is the first game. Oh, the first game. This is the first exhibition. Not even the season. Okay. I didn't even get to play. So I was like, all right. Bet. Right? <laughs> went back went back to the direct. Kept on grinding, grinding, grinding. Mm-hmm. Long story short, by the end of um, like the exhibition games, I might have benched like three games. I was a starter. Mm-hmm. I mean, I put, I, I grinded Damn. up the ranks to become, become a starter on the team. And I never um, sat the bench again. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I took that to Queen Mac and took that to Concordia College and it's just a testament to like if you want something you gotta be dedicated to it yeah. there's gonna be it's ups and it's downs and it's gotta be for and you too yeah it's gotta be for you cause you could easily let your brother clown on you and just be like well whatever fuck it I, I didn't make it so yeah moving on with yeah. my life but I just I didn't want my story to end that way yeah you know what I'm saying I'm a Johnson mm-hmm Right, Is that back. what you were telling yourself as well? Yeah, hell yeah. It's like, like what I'm the Johnson, like what the fuck? I'm a Johnson. Like, mm-hmm. well, my, if my uncle Danny and, and my grandpa saw me quit mm-hmm. on a sport, yeah, that we do, like, nah, that's that's impossible, mm-hmm. dude. So I had to get back in the deal, get back in the grind. And was that the first time you had ever been told? Well, that's the first time you put yourself out there, mm-hmm. and that was the first time you had ever been told no, yeah, or you're not, you didn't make it, yeah, like it, that. <laughs> Because I know a lot of us grow up with our family, and, and of course, like our moms, sh- shit, when I first left my mom's side, that was when I first realized that, oh shit, I'm not the most handsome kid out here in the world, like, I'm not the best, I'm not the greatest, like, yep. uh, people telling me no, and you're not good enough, and I'm, I'm failing in some sports against people and shit, and I'm thinking to myself, like, oh damn, my mom pumped me up to... I thought I was the most cutest kid in the world. <laughs> I thought I was the fastest kid in the world yeah. until 
you know, and I think it, it attributes that to like the everybody gets a trophy type of thing. Like, yeah. Like nobody nobody loses now. We we don't have a um, what you call it like we don't have any anything to reference it against you. Like we're told yes until we're told no, and some of us can't handle it. Yeah. And something I, I push towards my kids. And like I like saying Johnson blood, mm-hmm. that's having like a fixed mindset. Okay. Right. There's a fixed mindset and growth mindset. Mm-hmm. Right. Have you heard of the fixed with? No, so, so check yeah, this out. Right so a fixed mindset is, yo, Eric, you're a Johnson. Mm-hmm. So because of that, you're good at sports. You're athletic. Yeah. Or you're good at whatever the hell it may be. Mm-hmm. It's already predetermined. So is it one of those speaking it into existence type things? Well, like no, mindset, no. It's just it's just what a fixed mindset is. Like, okay. hey, um. Uh, to generalize, right? African Americans, they're all good at sports. Yeah. They're all uber athletic, mm-hmm. right? Um, individuals of Asian descent, they're all great at math. Yeah. That's fixed mindset, mm-hmm. right? Growth mindset is knowing that I'm not good at math or I'm not good at playing the guitar, mm-hmm. but I know if I've worked hard and practiced, that eventually I will become good at. Yeah. At that, whatever I'm uh, tackling, right? Mm-hmm. Guitar. So, through it. exactly. So, something that kind of just triggered when you're talking about, you know, you're not the handsomest person, boom, 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 boom. I'm not the fastest person. Is even when I'm talking to, um, you know, Jason, not Cam really, because he's, he's a little bit too young, but mm-hmm. Jace, like, if he hits the ball, I don't say he, he, you're good at hitting the ball because you're a Johnson. I yeah. say you're good at hitting the ball because we practice. Yeah. We practice. You worked for it. That's it's, you. You exactly, learned Exactly. Exactly. So, I feel like, if everybody attacks any kind of situation with the with the mindset of maybe I'm not that good at it right now, mm-hmm. but if I continue to practice with expertise comes or with repetition comes expertise, right? Yeah. That's the difference between a fixed mindset and growth mindset. Mm-hmm. And so I had a little bit of fix, and I still do battle with some fixed mindset um, things to yeah, this day. But I always got to remind myself and like check myself as I go, Eric. You're, you're, you're talking like this is predetermined. Mm-hmm. If you really like want, you're not this, entitled to it. Exactly, right? If you really want this, you need to go out there and you got to grind. You got to go get it. Mm-hmm. And you're gonna face obstacles. You're gonna face adversity. Yeah. You're gonna face the, the the worst thing in the world, is, which is your own voice in your head. Yeah. Because man, that voice in your head, it knows your insecurities. <laughs> it really knows, it knows all your secrets. Yeah, it really it knows, knows how to speak you in between the ribs. Yeah. And um, quickly too. It'll. Quick. it'll it, It'll immediately deflate your balloon yeah. in five seconds. 100%, bro. 100%. And so you just got to make sure you keep that in check. Mm. But anyways, jumping back to like my upbringing. So yeah, I got my moms. I got my, my, my grandma, grandpa, mm. um, all my family out there in New Orleans. But it was just throughout the years, just I knew if I wanted to achieve financial success, mm-hmm. I would have to grind to climb ranks in whatever I'm doing. Okay. Whether that be at... Pacific theaters starting mm-hmm. off as a talent setting only. goals for yourself setting goals yeah if I want to make income if I want to be successful I need to put forth work to where to where the authorities or supervised man whoever is making the decision mm-hmm. can see hey that guy's really trying hard yeah he's really focused he's really getting better let's go ahead and promote him mm-hmm. and when you get promoted what happens you get a pay increase yep. right pay increase damn every single time yeah and so I did that at Pack Town from talent to, to projectionist to projection supervisor to supervisor this is a movie theater. Yeah, this is movie, yeah, yeah, movie theater. This is movie theater. It's packed out top. Packed out top. Packed out top. It's called Reading or whatever now. But yeah, Reading Cinemas, theater. man. And please believe 
I survived the projection purge. Where my boy Matt Ward, uh, Patrick Stevenson, <laughs> Justin, um, shit, who I know, Tony, when all these cats were getting fired, I kept on grinding. I kept on showing these motherfuckers that I was an asset and I survived yeah, that motherfucking purge. That big ass pro too. Hell <laughs> shit. Uh, maybe because I was six, seven motherfuckers and they're not to fuck with me. But uh, because I had a bit of, I did have a bit of a. Uh, you talking about the French Yeah. Cousins, <laughs> I, remember, I remember the first time I saw you after, because I had heard from Lindsay about you and I remember working there and she's like, oh yeah, my boyfriend, he's not here. He's not here yet. Yo, I think you guys will get along. I think you guys will get along though. But uh, he could be. He could be put off, like you could be put off by him if he's just not your. <laughs> I was if he's a just not your back vibe. Then. Yeah, I was you a were dickhead, dickhead back then. Bro. So Keep just, it real. Bro. So yeah, she's Keep like, it real. He's a motherfucking dickhead. So Keep it real, if you don't man. like that and you can't handle that, then you're not gonna like him. But if you do and that's the same way you yeah. are, then it's gonna be good. You guys are gonna be yeah. kosher. So yeah, I remember seeing you for the first time. I was like, God damn! <laughs> like, what the fuck has he been eating? Oh my god, he's so tall. Yes, yeah, I remember that shit. You had the curl, boy. Yeah. Curl, right? Yes, it's curls for the girls, man. Curls for the girls. I can't get no curls, bro. I gotta. I'm from my work. I gotta wear a headset. I can't have no dent in the curls, bro. You know what I'm talking about. Even Unless I get the wireless <laughs> joints. But I can't. Because when I first got hired at the joint, I had it. I had the curls still rocked it uh-huh. on. I took it off. Was taking like piss, washing my hands. I'm like, oh lord, like look at this uh-huh. indent in the curl. And nobody tells you about it. Nope. David. Nobody I says. Water, yo. Fluff it up. How to put the headphone like this? I got home. I was like, no, nope, gotta go back to the fade. Mm. I thought you had to pay last week though. That's why I had to do it all one length. But you need to just go to the shop. It's twenty five dollars though, bro. I got I got a pair of clips. Let me tell you nothing. Let me tell you something else. Twenty five. Twenty four dollars for for a haircut plus tip. You you got money though. You good now? <laughs> hey, I'm hella frugal though. Yeah, I'm hella frugal though. Because I saved. I yeah. I, I I buy things that I that I want, mm-hmm. but like I, I I like to be a I like to call myself frugal. But if if there's like a game that's released that's fifty percent off. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Golf is expensive as fuck. Yeah. I go ahead and pull the trigger, but I remind myself that, yo, Eric, the reason why you work hard is to live the lifestyle you want. Yeah. So if that's what you want, motherfucker, you don't work hard as fuck to get it. Yeah. Buy it. Reward yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Treat you yourself. Still, you, still, <laughs> <laughs> you still find it hard to buy things for yourself, even though this is what you've been grinding for, you know, up to this point. Because you did say, like, you know, Video games when they on sale, when they on fifty percent off, yeah. then I cop yeah. the video game. Yeah. Or... I do, I do, and the reason why is because there's responsibilities outside myself now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mortgage, two kids, uh, life, mm-hmm. house, shit. Like, bro, like when Jace flushed a rag and a sock down the toilet. <laughs> yeah, it's not when you had to plumb it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> he flagged a, a sock and a rag, and then we had a plumber come out and he puts the scope in. He didn't know this is our our main line is completely corroded. Oh, shit. Next thing you know, that's ten thousand mm. dollars. I remember when you were talking about that. You were like, "You got to pay ten grand for this fucking." You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so you never know. Spending no money. And so that's what I'm always thinking about. Like, if I see, it is crazy too, because it, it could be like a a fifty dollar purchase, right, mm-hmm. on a game. And in my head, I was like, "That might break the bank." And it's like, "Yo, EJ, it's fifty fucking dollars, yeah. bro." You know what I'm saying? And but you're thinking long. You're thinking I'm thinking long. like, "Yo, exactly." Like, what happens if? I don't get as many sales that you know, and that goes back to the voice of doubt. Yeah, of course. Right? What if I don't? Mm-hmm. Boom. And then I find myself back in the, uh, in that mindset to where you're living off of scar- uh, scarcity mm-hmm. instead of abundance. Yeah. It's like yo, EJ, in your current role, right? 
there is no shortage of professionals, home service professionals that you can interact with. Yeah. But in your head, you're like, you're, there's something always just kind of knocking on you. So you always got to put that in check. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Yeah. To this day, bro. Like, I do my best to. to what do you do positive. during those times? Because you said that, you know, even to this day, you still get that voice is still knocking. Everything, mm-hmm. you know, it pops up when you're looking at the 50% off game. Yeah. Uh, where do you go for your. Do you, are, do you go internally with yourself? Do you listen to what's your outlet to re-energize yourself or to fill up your balloon? Basically? Yeah, yeah, fill up the balloon. I like yeah. that. I, I remember like you that. told me that yeah. in Prime America. Yeah. Remember that? The, the, the inflation. The balloon, the balloon and the emotional bucket, yeah. right? But, um, I still use those to this day. Because like, yeah. it's, it's facts, bro. Yeah, it's, it's real. But self-talk. So explain what the balloon is. That so, so the balloon, I, I, I utilize the emotional bucket. Mm-hmm. Right, the emotional bucket is the is the one I, I play off of nowadays. Okay. Um, so every day when you wake up in the morning, your bucket is just imagine a fuck a bucket filled up with water. Yeah. Right. And throughout the day, you're taking uh, ladles of water out of your bucket and pouring it into other shit. Mm-hmm. Whether it be me being a team captain of my team and you know giving some inspiration to this person, or me talking to the wife, the kid, whatever it may be. Yeah. Throughout the day. You're taking juices out of your bucket and giving it somewhere else, mm-hmm. right? And this is you. The this bucket me. is you. The bucket is me. You're taking ladles of you're it, pouring ladles it into the family, into, into, into that pro, into that doubt, into the the, the t-ball team that I'm coaching. Mm-hmm. So you got to make sure you're putting water back into the bucket, yeah, or else you run dry. And then when you run dry, that's when you start feeling that sense of burnout. That says a man, I can't really do this. Mm-hmm. You can take it to a dark spot. Yeah, of course. So the things I do to fill your bucket to, to remind myself is a couple things. One, Eric, you're a Johnson, right? And I know that goes back <laughs> to the fixed mindset, yeah. but that's like the foundation. That's like the core. Right? Mm-hmm. You're a Johnson. Um, you I know listen. the core, but now you also know not to be brainwashed and, yeah. and fall into the entitlement of I'm a Johnson. Just remember that give you have this. to work. Yeah, yeah. Give me this. Give me this. I'm mm-hmm. a Johnson. Yeah, nothing like that. Um, I listen to motivational videos that are really, really hurting. Okay. Um, shout out um, Eric Thomas, Les Brown, Tony Robbins. Um, Lots of good ones. Yeah, Tony Robbins. Um, what's my boy? Gary B. Gary, well, you, that's, that's, yeah, that's your dude right from the there. sounds of it. Oh my goodness. My, my motherfucking Navy SEAL guy, Goggins. Oh, Goggins. Goggins. You did tell me about him last week. We gotta pick up the boat. You know, like, God, like if I'm really feeling bad and I really need to beat myself up because mm-hmm. I'm in a dark spot, I put on some goggles or some ET, Eric Thomas, because they kick it to you raw, yeah. right? Uh, that music, mm-hmm. music helps. Yeah, music helps a lot. Music helps, bro. Depending on the vibe you're trying to yeah, get on. Yeah, depending like, on the vibe, music helps. Because you, you can fall down a rabbit hole and be into some emo yeah. shit. And once the once Spotify changes on you and it yeah. puts you in some other genre and you're like, wait a minute. Yeah, you can't be this listening to both. Well, I'm not going to say you can't. I can't be listening to a love song or like some some, some heartache song. If mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I need to listen to some Tupac. I need to listen to some... Some 50 Cent, like, mm-hmm. get ready to die trying 50 Cent. Oh, yeah, damn. Some shit to get you hyped up again, letting you know, like, yo, stop being a bitch uh, mentality, so mm-hmm. to speak, right? Yeah. Um, and then, shit, I, I, I still sometimes get emotional about this, but as of late, um, Kobe Bryant. Oh, yeah. Mama mentality. I've been taking that to work with me since, uh, since his passing. Whenever I do feel like I'm in a rut or I'm not firing at all cylinders or when I get home because I, I, I do a little work on every single time I get home yeah. and when I tell myself like man I'm a little bit tired mm-hmm. you know I woke up at 4.30 in the morning 
I'm like, nah, mama mentality, baby. Yeah. So it's these little, little things that I picked up through my my. I seen a commercial the other day that that strikes to that. It's the uh, what is it? The Peloton commercial where it says like a, a quick twenty after a long eight ain't for everybody. Like waking up before the sun wakes up ain't for everybody. Yep. So are you like who are you? Are you are you part of the team that ain't for everybody, or are you part of the people that's sleeping right now or want to sit down on the couch after they come home from a long eight? Which you know all of our inner voices start screaming at us when we come home like ah just sit down on the couch yep. nah we'll do it later on ah you worked hard today you walked around it you'll just skip breakfast tomorrow so. yep yep and that's why everybody isn't successful or yep. that's why everybody's not able to go after or pursue their goals is because they justify reasons as to why not mm-hmm. instead of justifying reasons as to why to yeah why should I do this well Eric you know you're 35 years old I'm 35 years old right now. Um, I have a mindset, a blueprint mm-hmm. of what I should be yeah. in regards to physical makeup. Yeah. And in order for me to achieve that blueprint, I need to put for put forth work, effort. Yeah. So that's lit. Like shut, like look at yourself in the mirror and tell yourself right now. And keep it real. Like yo, you're not at you're not at your your weight, bro. I dropped down two months ago, bro. I, I still got a skill. I was at 192. Damn. I'm 6'7 at 192. Yeah, that's that's dead. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You sh- what should you be sitting around at? Like 215? Well, shit, yeah. Like in college, I was like 215, but that, bro, that was me like working out two two times a week. Yeah, I remember you were yoked. Like, like fucking just getting it in. Like, mm-hmm. it, it is what it is. So I don't, I know, like, I'm not trying to do that. Yeah. You know, like, that's all good. Mm-hmm. But I, I need, there, there needs to be a two yeah. when I'm talking about my weight. Mm-hmm. And so after getting on the grind, I'm at 205 now. Oh, there we go. Sure. You know what I'm saying? And it's, it's like, and so every single day when I get home, every single day when I, you know, wake up, I step on the skip like, yep, let's get it in. Let's get, let's get after it. It's consistent. And I'm not, yeah, consistency. And I'm not trying to get, yo, like my, my older brother. Yeah. That motherfucker's like a Ninja Turtle with a shell off. That's what, <laughs> whenever I talk about my brother. He was, he was uh, shorter and always yeah, like. 5'10". Shout out, uh. Force, James Cooper Johnson the fourth. There we go. But um, the motherfucker is a ninja turtle with the shell cut off. I'm not trying to get uh, yoked up like that because I don't even think my my frame could meet something like that. Imagine. Yeah. <laughs> shit, bro. I walk around like, like that. I get a whole new wardrobe, bro. Shit. Like a super saiyan. Yeah. On that. <laughs> Just walk around with a wig on. Straight up. But um, but I know what I can do, and um, it feels good. And that goes into my confidence as well. Mm-hmm. You know, you feel good about it. Goes your, right into the bucket. Yeah, you, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Right when you when you get it in, and sometimes I don't even listen to music. Yeah, it's it's dead silent because I get home. It's it's just be my. Oh, actually, no, I pick up Jace now. Prior to me picking up Jace uh, right at four o'clock, I get home and it's silent. I was like, all right, no music, no nothing. Mm-hmm. You're in there and grind. Wow. And then and then I also decompress from the day as well. Whether it be a couple demo or things at work I did that didn't go my way. I find myself talking to myself a lot, too. Yeah, you got I I I talk to myself. Yeah, I I talk to myself. And I thought that was a weird thing that I was only doing. I I got caught a couple of times Mm -hmm. talking to myself about stuff, just going over my thoughts and, like, things that I want to do, things I did wrong for the day or, you know, things I would would like to change. Yeah. Uh, And I realized that more and more people do talk to themselves. It's just that we, again, go into our own minds and start having these weird thoughts about like oh people are gonna think I'm weird or yeah yeah the whole stigma like yo you're crazy if you talk to yourself and you answer yourself I think that's all bullshit yeah nah 
I thought, I mean, shit, if that's the case, like doing positive affirmations in the mirror and agreeing to those positive affirmations means that person's crazy, but it's not the case. Some of the most successful people stare at themselves in the mirror with the brush their teeth, hey, you're gonna get out there, you're gonna have a fucking great day. You have a great day. Hell yeah, I'm gonna have a great day. Get after it, right? Yeah. Whatever you need to do for yourself. is right up here, right? Exactly. Whatever you need to do as an individual to get you on track to execute on what you need to execute on, do it. The moment you start thinking about what other people are thinking and all that other bullshit, yeah. you're not even living your life anymore. You're living there. Yeah, because it's exactly. Yeah, right? And it, and it hurts you. And it hurts you. Yeah. Right? Because, I mean, yeah. shit, everybody wants to have an opinion on how you live in your life, but at the end of the day, they don't got to live it. So. And you know what's crazy? And at the same time, and I don't know this for a fact, but I'm willing to bet some money on it. The same cat that comes at you with their opinion mm-hmm. is thinking that has those same exact insecurities. Yeah. They're just coming at you to make themselves feel better about their current fucked up situation. Yeah, misery loves company. Exactly, right? That's that's just crazy, man. Like, I don't know that to be fact because I can't hop in nobody else's mind, mm-hmm. but I'm willing to bet money. Like, if somebody sat down on the polygraph and kept it real, like, mm-hmm. yo, the reason why I shoot at people is because I feel a certain way because of myself. Yeah. That's why I do my best not... I, I do my best not to bring people down. Yeah. I want to be that person that brings people up because I would hope if somebody sees me down, they would do the same to me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's all about like positivity, uh, you know, uplifting stuff, just uplifting the people around us and, you know, especially the people that we care about. Like being able, like I told you, just those texts that you give me, you know, every day, every other day, that shit helps me out so much during, you know, sometimes I'm, in the middle of what, what was the last one you sent me? You sent me it was uh, Friday. It yeah. was yesterday or third. Like and, uh, it was crazy too. I'm at work and I'm like, damn, I ain't hit my nigga little underwear. Yeah, I had just been thinking about you too because I was listening to my podcast. So I was thinking about starting up the podcast. So I'm like, I gotta hit up Eric. And I was like, yeah, I haven't heard from Eric. And then the fucking text came in, and I thought it was my wife that texted me. And I was like, what the fuck? I was looking through her text messages, like, the fuck, just texting me right now. I looked up and I, it was you. I was like. The fuck? Yeah. Like it's crazy how the universe works, especially like I said, those those little texts, even though they're three lines or whatever, it's it always silences my doubts that I'm having in my head right at that moment. Because I'm doubting myself all day. Like, I mean, you shut it off, you shut it on, it comes back when you every fucking decision you make during the day, you're having that doubt go on. And it just refocuses me every single time. So that's why I make sure I tell you every single time, like, bro, I appreciate you. Yeah every fucking day for sending me those texts because like I need those texts sometimes like I need those texts every time yeah yeah it takes nothing but a spark to start a forest fire my friend and I try to send that out to people that I know as well that you know maybe not doing what they want to do or not happy at this point in their life I just make sure I let them know like hey I'm just showing you some love you're running through my mind right now and I just want to let you know I'm thinking about you bro imagine if more people did that shit Right. Fucking Imagine it more. The world would be a different place. Because check it out. The there's a lot of pride for within an individual, mm-hmm. right? There's a lot of pride. I feel like pride yeah. is insecurity, just yeah. makeup on. Yeah. Or how do I say? A lot of people like the front in regards to not wanting a pat on the shoulder or a pat on the back. Mm-hmm. And I'm a self-motivator, all that kind of shit. Yeah. And there are people out there. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, kind of- but man. To have somebody else or know that there's somebody else in your corner rooting for you. Yeah. It takes it outside yourself now. Mm-hmm. Because not only are you grinding for yourself 
your kids, your wife, your family. But now I'm riding for you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's what I feel too, because I'm like, my boy's got a full schedule. He's up before I get up. I get up at 6.30. This boy's up at before five. Yes, like, indeed, bro. He's, he's up before, before five o'clock. He's already been up two hours, an hour and a half, you know, before I even get up to start my day sometimes. He's got two kids. He's got the wife. They're doing their thing. they got to drop off kids. they got to, you know, do all of this stuff. And just the simple fact that he finds it in his day, in the middle of all of that shit, to shoot me a text just to make sure that I'm also staying motivated. I'm also, you know, staying focused and staying positive and telling me that my adversity, like adversity is a strength. Like you're gonna, you're gonna have roadblocks every single day. Beat those shits down, attack. You, like you told me, I, now I tell my wife every day, like, let's go, let's attack today. Mm. Like, I got that from you. I'm, That's that every morning, shit. every morning, let's go, let's attack today. Yep. And she, she started saying it now. She's sending me texts alright babe I love you attack today like let's go like let's go let's attack y'all y'all that y'all yeah, man, it's, it's bro, crazy. bro I love that <laughs> I just got yes, right indeed, now. Bro. Bro. <laughs> I can feel the ball stand up <laughs> right now bro I can feel the bro, ball stand up I, I'm telling you that's man, what it's, it is bro it's, it's such a vibe man yeah. it's it's crazy that once you start your day off like that like yo I'm gonna attack the day cause I know shit's gonna be in my way today I know my I, my biggest enemy is myself yeah. I'm gonna talk myself out of a thousand different things yeah. before even doing them the, yeah. the thoughts are gonna come up I'm gonna shut that shit down right yeah. away blow out that candle too. Yeah. nope not happening and just to think about it as nah I'm attacking the day yeah. anything that comes I'm gonna handle it yeah. right? yes indeed that's it that's the mindset you gotta have man and like you said there's gonna be adversity there's gonna be roadblocks but the, the one thing I tell myself, the one thing I tell my team, whenever you, you, you face adversity, it's a test of your character. Yeah. Right here's the wall. What are you going to do? You going to yeah. fold? You going to fold? It's going to fold. You're going to go, go, go through that shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Very easy to fold. Yeah, it is. Very, very easy to fold. And sometimes there's people that it's a comfort understand, understand why you're folding right now. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, fuck that, dude. Stop being a bitch. Yeah. Like, attack that shit. Whatever it may be. Attack it, attack it, attack mm-hmm. it. Because at the end of the day, you're doing it for yourself. Yeah. Once you start doing stuff for... Because you value the opinions of others, or you're doing it for for likes, or for somebody to perceive you differently. And going back to what I was saying, like, on the first episode, like, that's what I was doing the majority of my time. It's like, embellishing shit, just worried about what other people thought about me as far as like what I'm doing at the time like where I'm going what school I went to and stuff like there's been plenty of times where I'd be in new groups and just to have because again in my mind I'm thinking like oh these people aren't going to like me unless I have something in common with them like I have to have a common thing with them so it's like okay whoever mentions a college first oh yeah I went to that college like that's that's where mine would my mind would have went just because I feel like I always have to disarm people, which is weird. Like why I think that. Like, like I feel like I'm a pretty okay dude, but yet my mind keeps telling me that, nah, you're not good enough to talk to these people. You're not smart enough. You're not this. You're not that. You need to pretend. Yeah. For a while before they can get to know you, and yeah. so they can get to know who you are. You need to pretend first. You need to start it off with something, something fictional, something fake, and. Uh, 
yeah, man, that, that was the, the first time I, like, had to tell my wife about that shit, like, even when I first started talking to her, embellishing a bunch of shit, it was just because I felt like, this girl's, this girl's intelligent, like, she's getting her master's degree, she's doing stuff, she just got here from Europe, like, no fucking way in hell this girl should be with me at all whatsoever, like, I should never even run into this girl, um, so I had to fake it and build up a persona of who I thought she would like, you know, at that time to talk to me. And of course, I, I had to be honest with her after that and uh, just let her know, like, yeah, that was just my own insecurities. And she had to let me know, too. Like, I don't give a fuck about all this stuff. Like, you must not know me because I don't care about what job you have. I don't care about your education level. I don't care about, you know, how much money you're making right now. As long as you're happy and you're doing what you want to do, like, I vibe with you. I like you. That's real. We're together. I like you. That's real. I love you. I'm in love with you. Whatever you want to do, whatever you're doing is okay with me. Like, I got your back. Let's go. That's real, bro. So, yeah, man. So, yeah, this has been a, this has been a good little episode. I'm definitely going to be having you back on this because, yeah, man. You already know I ride with you, yeah, bro. You already know yeah, I fuck with you, dog. I thank you for being on, yeah, man. Yeah, you, man. I know you. I showed up and you My did man. not say. <laughs> My man, hey, I know, I know y'all can't see this yet. It's not the podcast at the stage yet where you got cameras and shit. But my man showed up with a journal and a phone. And I'm like, all right, bet. Wait, because he, cause he texted me like, yo, I want you on the podcast. I'm like, yeah, I'll fuck with that. Whatever. It's all good. Let's do it. And when he showed up today, I'm like, all right. I thought we was going to talk and chill. And he's like, no, we're doing the podcast right now. I'm like, what? Oh. You know what I'm saying? But nah, it's, it's good, man. And on some real shit, I like the vibe that you're putting on right now. Mm-hmm. You know, it takes a very, it takes a lot of um, courage to reach out to somebody to ask for, you know, help, whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. Like, yo, this is what I'm trying to do. This is what I'm doing. To put yourself out there in a whole nother realm that, you know, you're you're uncomfortable with. Yeah. So I got... I'm I'm sweating right now. Yeah. Yeah, It's all good, baby. We got them drinks. Mm -hmm. But, um... (laughs) No, it was it was a few weeks ago at the crib. What what event was that? Was it just uh, Super, Super Bowl? Bowl. Yeah. Super Bowl. Super Bowl Sunday. Super Bowl. You let me know what you wanted to do, and I saw it in your eyes, mm-hmm. and I felt and like when we were talking, like I felt it, mm-hmm. and as soon as I felt it, I was I'm riding. I was already riding yeah. with you. I, I was already that immediately with you. I was already mm-hmm. riding with you, mm-hmm. but after that, I was like, all right, bet. You want to play if you want to go on this journey i got your back 100 i will continue reaching out to you i'll continue doing everything i can to assist because i know i know it's going to do nothing but just fucking just make you like ah like it's 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 hard to describe yeah but i know when you when you accomplish it or starting to get closer to that uh, to that goal you're going to feel it we're going to talk about it yeah and it's going to be a thing. And this is going to be, that's going to be a moment that we yeah. always remember. Because, yeah. I mean, that stuck in my mind as well. The second I vocal, like, that was the first time I had ever vocalized that I want to do anything like that. That I want to step outside of my box and, yeah. like, put myself out there. Um, and I loved it that, that immediately you were on board. Like, I got you. And not only on board, you, like I said, you send those texts to me. You let me know every single day, like, yo, let's go. Like, 
also holding me to what I want to do. Like, not holding me to bullshit. Like, yeah. all right, you said you want to do this? Like, let's go. Like, yeah. you're on board now. You're, you know the reason why, bro? Because to get on... I procrastinate like a motherfucker. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm that 100, the that's, biggest. It's easy. It's not a switch. Mm-hmm. Right? If you're trying to attack, if you're trying to get out, you're trying to be positive, you're trying to grind, you're trying to be successful, it's not a switch. Bro, you've been living the type of... Or you've been having that mindset for the past... You say you're 32? Mm-hmm. For the past, consciously, uh, shit, about 10 years old, I think somebody's become somewhat aware. Yeah. Past 22 years of your life, you've been doing what you've been doing. Mm-hmm. And then... A month ago, a few weeks ago, you decide to, to go down another path. Yeah. It is very, very easy to slip back into old habits, slip back into old ways. So you coming to me and telling me that shit, mm-hmm. I'm not I am gonna do everything in my power and I and I and I and I feel your vibe still like I yeah. feel like you can do it, but I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I'm still gonna text you mm-hmm. to make sure I get get you those posts that you need. Which is what I need to. Because that voice of doubt. It's in my head still. It's in all of our heads. Mm-hmm. I still need to beat my shit back in the cave. Yeah. And I know for somebody who's like getting after it, they can get a little loud sometimes. Mm-hmm. Right? This is a story we were talking off off uh, recording prior to this in regards to you posting that first video. Yeah. That doubt was out there. It's still hungry. It still wants to attack. It still wants to put you to a, uh, your comfort zone. Yeah. But um, shower this in America too. Your comfort zone is your income zone, mm-hmm. right? You want to go out there, you want to be successful and do things that you've never done before where you got to get out of that box. You got to get out of yourself. Yeah. Nothing right? great ever happened from a, from a comfortable position. 100%. So, yeah, I'll continue riding with you, bro. You already know what it is. And, um, yeah, this is beautiful. This is a beautiful thing you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> for real. I love you, bro. This is a beautiful thing you're doing right now, man, on so, everything. So, yeah, for, uh, for everybody out there with any sort of doubts, just so you know, like... I uploaded my first episode this morning from my car before I started my job standing in front of a bank while my supervisor's in her car waiting for me to get out so she can observe an opening. Um, And even then, I didn't even want to upload. I just wanted to delete it. I thought it wasn't good enough. Uh, I thought I had to, you know, go back in the lab and work on it some more. And hearing her story, she just got out of uh, heart surgery and she's she thanks God every day that she's here. She's able to be at bat. And it just made me realize, like, I'm here. I'm at bat. Like, what am I going to do? Like, I have it in my, in my pocket right now. What am I going to do? Am I going to, like you said with the wall, like, you're going to go through it? Or are you going to go back to your comfort zone? Because I could have easily just deleted that, went back for another week or two, used some excuses to not do, not, not progress, not move forward. And, uh also that's what gave me the idea just no parking because I was looking at it I was literally looking at a curb no parking when I was uploading it and it was asking me what do you want to name it I'm like you know what yeah no parking like, no, that's no a dope ass name too no, bro. No that's more. clean bro yeah and somebody asked me too like oh what are you going to name stuff and I'm like I don't know I'm not good at names and shit and I feel like that shit always comes to you when you're not looking for it and I, I just started to look down at the, the block and I was just like yeah no parking I don't want to park anymore I don't want to sit in my comfort zone like, I want to keep moving I don't want to I want to progress. Like this is this is a marathon. This isn't a sprint. I don't. I know that what I'm doing now can also help other people with their insecurities and with their doubts. And the people that I want to interview, the people that are close to me and stuff. Like everybody's got them. Everybody's got these doubts. So yeah, man. 
Get after it, bro. You gotta attack the motherfucking bed. Love you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's too cool, man. That's All right, y'all. Cool. Till next time.